None of these statements have been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any diseases. Hi, this is Thomas. Welcome to The Deets, where we dive into the details of Sizzle's product lineups. Enjoy! Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Deets. We're finally doing one where we're going to answer some questions. And I put a few into a hat and I just kind of picked out some random ones, did a little bit of research. I think we're going to go over about eight different questions that I pulled out and we're going to answer them today. And so I kind of want to name this episode Science Over Assumptions because there's a lot of assumptions out there, right? There's a lot of negative publicity to a lot of good things. Um, and I want to make sure that we're all science-based in, in our decisions on, you know, what's bad, what's good, and what's not, what's harmful, what's not harmful, right? Because there's a lot of assumptions out there. We're going to go about some artificial sweeteners and natural sweeteners, some fragrances versus fragrance-free. And so we're, I want to talk a little bit about those because there are a lot of assumptions out there that are not science-based. They're just opinion-based, right? Some blogger um, doesn't like it, and so they, they've posted something on it. But science-backed says otherwise. So the very first question that I pulled out which is probably my favorite question, is what makes Sizzle's products better than others? And that is an extremely simple but yet powerful question. Um, it's a lot due to our manufacturing processes. You know, we manufacture in a GMP, our own facility that is GMP certified, which is good manufacturing pro or practices. Our sourcing is phenomenal, and we make sure that everything that we have is, isn't just what we're looking for, but it's actually from the right source, derived from the right place, and the right extract. And every single one of our formulas are science-based. There's nothing that's not science-based about them. Every single component, every single process. Um, sometimes our formulas can take days to mix because you have to mix two or three or five ingredients at once, let it settle, let it sit, turn it into a paste, re-add some, uh, some other ingredients into it, blend it, set it in a tank, chill it, heat it up, sulfonate it. There's so many different products. It's not just grab vitamin C, vitamin A, uh, this ingredient, that ingredient, mix it all up, put it in a powder, and, and there you have it. Some, some of our, our products like Focoidin literally take a week to manufacture even just one bottle because it's a step-by-step -step process that science has said you must do this with your Fucoidin to get this result. Then you must let it chill. You must let it heat. You must process it this way. You can't use any of these artificial things. You got to use these and to protect that Fucoidin molecule. And so, like I said, Fucoidin by itself takes one week to process. By the time we pull the Fucoidin out of the cooler, by the time it's in a finished bottle, before we can even start testing the, set of the finished product, one whole week for one product. So everything is science-based. Our next question, and I get asked this a lot, why do our bottles have fragrances on the bottle? And this is, this is why I wanted to name this episode Science Over Assumptions. 
not all fragrances are bad. And, and I think that's, it's kind of a misconception in today's world because essential oils can be considered fragrances um, and so many other things. And I, and I think because um, we're so chemically driven and there's so many harmful things out there, I think a lot of these these health and organic people or just say, you know, if it says fragrance on there, your best bet is just not to even take it. And, and honestly, a lot of stuff out there on the market, you're probably right in that. But with sizzle, we have a whole list. So, and I'm not going to go into specific ingredients that are found within our fragrance, but in every single fragrance, there could be dozens of different ingredients that make that one fragrance. And here at sizzle, we have a list, an entire list, books of ingredients that we cannot use and will not use because they break our sizzle philosophy, which is the sizzle safe philosophy. And so when we're making those fragrances, it could be 10 or 20 different components that are all considered sizzle safe. And we won't use any of those uh, ingredients on our list that's that they're that a harmful list um, in any of our fragrances that we make here. And so, yeah, our shampoo, some of our skincare, they do have fragrances is in them, but the chemicals in those fragrances are not going to harm, harm you. I mean, I've heard on the road, I've used shampoos for years and it always irritates my scalp because fragrances in a lot of ways are the number one most irritant, um, causing, you know, for skin, for a lot of people with sensitive skin. And I've heard dozens of times, Hey, I can't use shampoos with fragrances because it irritates my scalp or my shoulders or my my arms get really dry and rashy. But with yours, I don't have that. Why is that? And it's because the chemicals that we're using or the ingredients that we're using in our fragrances um, all fall within the sizzle mission, the sizzle safe philosophy. Our next question, is there a certain way that our products can be taken that'll benefit us more? Uh, and we always recommend on the bottles, right? It says four capsules. We recommend that you take four capsules because those are the that's what the studies say. So w- the way we recommend you take it is the same way that the bottle says. Now, some people might be unique and they like to mix this in a shake or they like it better with this. And there might be some other things like Spectrumax and Eternity where we recommend you take them with food. But for the most part, the way that we're marketing it to you is probably the best way to be taking it. It can be used for many different things, but but for the reasons that we're marketing, like Vital Vision or or Encompass 360 or Facoidin or whatever it is, you can take more of, you can take less of sometimes because your body might might regulate differently. Um, but the only ones that I could really think of is Eternity and CBD, where you take it in the mouth, right? You put it underneath your tongue and then you swallow it. What we do recommend, though, that's even more advanced to get a better benefit with those two products is that you put them in your mouth and you hold them under your tongue for at least 30 seconds to 60 seconds before you swallow it um, just so your submucosal glands can absorb that much much more more quickly and much more efficiently so you get your better bang for your buck and so uh, benefit wise the way we're recommending it is the way that we where we recommend that you take it the way we market it on the bottle all right which brings us to our next question artificial sweeteners are they safe and I think that this is a lot like the fragrance question, right? Where there's a lot of misconception and there needs to be some science applied over the assumption. And I think, like I said, a lot of the time, uh, most people are going to take the cheaper method. Most other companies are going to take the cheaper, less effective, um, maybe even the better t- tasting method. Um, but, you know, that's that's a misconception a lot. You know, as I'm reading the definition from FEMA, I'll, I'll, I'll read you their example from their website. So it says, artificial flavors are not so different from natural ones. According to FEMA, they are still created by chemical processes, but not because of the source from which they are derived. They 
don't meet the requirements for a natural flavor. And they use an example in the same article. In order for a flavoring in strawberry gum to be labeled as a natural flavor, it must be derived solely from strawberries, nothing else. If it is derived from anything else, even another plant or fruit, vegetable, whatever it be, it must be labeled as an artificial flavor. And so that's that's kind of where the misconception happens, right? If you add anything, you want to create a vanilla flavor. And if it consists of anything else besides vanilla, even another natural substance, it can be 100% organic, kosher, uh, the safest of the safe two ingredients, right? You add this vanilla with this other plant, whatever it is, mint, uh, banana, strawberry, apple, uh, I don't care what it is. It could be the equivalent inorganicness, right? But if you add anything else to that, it must be labeled, according to FEMA, as a artificial flavor. And so, like I said, a lot of, a lot of nutritionists, because there's so many chemicals out there that have been used in artificial flavors, they just say, hey, if this is artificial flavor, stay away from it. And I can see why. But here at Sizzle, we've established a trust, and, and we have tens of thousands of people that trust us because we've been doing this for 30-plus years that when we say it's not harmful, man, you can believe we've done the science and we've done the research to make sure that it is not um, harmful for you in any way, shape, or form. I do want to read this last little paragraph from the same article uh, because I think it's important. It says, bad artificial flavors can also be derived from... In ed or inedible substances like petroleum, wood pulp, a lot of the flavors that we that are produced naturally can also be produced with artificial ingredients, and those are the ones that we're wanting to stay from stay away from. The end chemical compounds and the flavor that's produced are identical, even though the original sources are different. And so, that's what I'm saying is there are there are regulations that we have to fall in um, that we can use natural ingredients, make a combination of them, and we have to label them as artificial. And that's kind of what we have to do, unfortunately. So um, because that we're not when we do a fruit punch flavor and there's not really a fruit punch plant, we can't just get um, like in ripped. We can't uh, just create a fruit punch fruit. Um, it's a combination of multiple fruits and vegetables and other stuff like that that Unfortunately, because we've combined them into multiple different uses or multiple different flavors into one, we have to label them as an artificial flavor. For our top selling product, there was a there was a very good question about phacoidin. Uh, what is sodium ben benzoate and why is it used in phacoidin? So that seems like kind of a, a scary name. And so I went straight to PubMed and looked it up and it says sodium benzoate is an organic sodium um, salt that is resulting in a replacement of a proton. And this is a naturally occurring thing. It, it occurs very minimal in a lot of, of plants and we, we enhance it, but its main role is an antimicrobial um, food pro preservative. And so it's, it's a natural way for us to preserve it so it doesn't spoil when it's sitting um, on your shelf before you're able to put it in the fridge. And so that's just the way that we're able to keep that um, potent and from keeping it from going bad in a, in a more natural way. Like I said, it's an organic sodium salt resulting in a replacement of a proton and that's all that it is and it is naturally occurring as well um in is what does this next question say it says ingredient integrity policy i thought you know i can i've gone on i think across every single episode about our ingredient integrity policy 
where we demand it. We've, we've, I think most people probably listening to this have heard the story about my grandfather when he found that they were using certain chemicals that um, he was using to degrease the floor in his um, car mechanic shop or his gas station or when he was stripping the floor waxes from wood floors and refinishing wood floors. And he saw in, in the 80s when they had to start um, issuing these material data sheets and he went through his house and he found shampoos and conditioners and tanning lotions and, and lotions and hair gels and and toothpaste. And he found all these harmful ingredients that he was using in engine degreasers, floor degreasers, um, things that are stripping the wax off of floors, uh, brake fluid, um, everything else, you know, coolant, engine coolant. He found all these things and they were being used in all these cosmetics and he literally walked around with a garbage can. He said, no more. These are, these are bad. These can cause cancer. These are, I can't believe they allow these things. And he walked around with a garbage can and threw everything away. And so, you know, that's kind of what got Sizzle on this mission. That's what the previous company was based on was the Sizzle philosophy as well. Um, continued on past 30 years. We've, we've upheld the same method of we've researched the science. We do the research. And, and I kind of want to read a quote from him um, when he when he started Sizzle, this was the Sizzle philosophy from the get-go. It says, in the words of my grandfather, Tom Maurer Sr., at Sizzle, we researched the research to find exciting new discoveries in modern science and bring to market spectacular products unlike the world has ever seen. We are committed to the use of evidence-based nutraceutical ingredients known to be scientifically proven, biologically valuable, and in the most concentrated strength and form possible, combined with other synergetic ingredients to achieve maximum results. Moreover, we strive to avoid potentially harmful ingredients found in common off-the-shelf products and use only the most pure, potent, safe, and effective ingredients nature has to offer. Sizzle's products are manufactured under a GMP good manufacturing practice standard and are rigorously controlled to ensure the highest quality in each and every product we produce. And that was said 13 years ago when my grandfather and my father started this company. And it's going to live on. It's going to live on through the generations because it's been instilled in me and my brother that work here um, in our families and and for generations to come. And, And it's not going anywhere because we do honestly believe with every single fiber that we will only use pure, potent, safe, and effective ingredients that is all 100% science-backed. And that's our, that's our promise to every single person listening to this, that, that any, any product that Sizzle puts out is going to be safe. If it says fragrance on there, the ingredients we're using in that fragrance are going to be safe from you. For you. If it says artificial flavors on there, the flavors that we're using to make that artificial flavor under the FEMA standard um, to label it that are going to be safe for you and that you can trust it. Um, and so I give you everybody that promise uh, with all sincerity that, well, for the next 30, 40 years that I'll be involved in this business every single day, that that'll be the standard that Sizzle will live by. So let's move on to our next question. Testing levels, question mark. 
<laughs> I drew that one out and I was a little bit confused, to be honest with you, because I don't know what uh, what that means, testing levels. We do have testing standards, and I can dive a little bit into that, that we test every single ingredient at least three times, sometimes up to four and five times before it ever reaches your doorstep. Uh, we test it when it comes in the door. We test it before it gets blended. We test it after it gets blended, and we test it... Um, as a finished product before it ever ships to you. And so we are very rigorous that whatever we're ordering, a 10 to one extract, 21 extract, 40 to one extract, 90 to one extract, whatever it is, that it's falling within that safety, purity, and effectiveness that we're, that we're, that we're searching for. And so to close this with our last question, uh, caffeine. Some people are, are have some concerns about the amount of caffeine in Sizzle Sport. Um, you know, that's kind of one reason why we put it in a bulk powder because we understand everybody's sensitivity with caffeine. I mean, there's caffeine in everything, right? If you drink coffee, you're consuming uh, slightly less the same amount of caffeine that's in Sizzle Sport, and and this can be a kind of a tricky one, right? I think everybody kind of has to know their own body. Um, caffeine has lots of benefits and it also has some cons with it for sure. It can be addictive if you drink it too much, too often. Um, you know, if you have heart conditions, we recommend that you consult your doctor before you, before you start taking this. Um, but caffeine and sport, that's why we put it in that powder, right? You can, you can self-regulate. You can take a third of a scoop, a half of a scoop, uh, per scoop is about 180 to 190, milligrams of caffeine, which is medium range, roughly for most um, pre-workouts and sports drinks that are out there. And um, and so, yeah, so uh, kind of with the caffeine content, I just recommend everybody, if you have any questions, consult with a doctor. Um, and if you are highly sensitive to caffeine, you can take less. If you're not as sensitive, um, we recommend that you take what we we're recommending, which is one scoop, right, which comes out about 180 to 190 milligrams of caffeine um, for that. Um, on the, on the medical recommendations, you know, I'm receiving a lot of medical recommendation questions and, and as badly as I would love to do the research on blood clotting, on headaches, on, on so many other different health conditions that people have there, they're looking for Sizzle's products. Unfortunately here at Sizzle, we cannot give medical recommendations. And so, um, you can keep submitting them. I love doing the research on them, even though I can't share them with everybody or, or even reply back with your question on kind of some of my research and fine, but, but we do ask that you consult with a doctor if you have any questions, um, or any concerns about any of these products and um, put them to the test. Like I said, Sizzle stands by it. I, I know that every single one of our products, every single ingredient is is safe to science's standard on everything that we've been able to research and find. And that, um, that yeah, everybody's body is going to be different. And so you're going to have to kind of self-regulate on that method. And and we ask that you take the the recommended dose that we're, we're taking, that you don't take more. And I mean, that, like I said, judge it by yourself, judge your body, whatever, whatever you think, and, and they're, they're safe. So you're not going to have any negative side effects, but, but just be conscious of your body and, and, and do your own research at the same time. Uh, reach out to, to a doctor or a friend or, or a physician or, or do more research on the internet or in books or, or however you're doing your reset research and, and come up with your own conclusion, your own answer at the same time. And, and there's so many different things and so many different ways that these products can be used um, that we just don't market for. I mean, collagen, it can be used in, in a hundred different ways for a hundred different reasons and Fucoidin and, and Eternity and, 
for restore and encompass. And they help so many different things that we don't even think of that are in it, that it also has a huge benefit for. Uh, a matter of fact, a lot of people during cold season are, are taking vital vision because they're seeing some of the benefits on, on helping reduce some of the symptoms of cold and flu and, and other things like that, other bacteria that are able to help them get over those those sicknesses. And so guys, uh, thank you for tuning into this episode. Please keep submitting it. I have a, a whole laundry list of a bunch of other questions um, and I would love to do another episode like that. Like I said, I can't answer or give medical recommendations, but questions like this, like caffeine content and and kind of what are some of our practices for safe products and fragrances and artificial sweeteners and, and sodium benzonate, what's it good for, and phocoidin. And those kind of questions I can answer all day long, and I love it because it's it's kind of what we love to do. We are a, a product-based company, and but we're researchers at heart, and we just love to do the research. So thanks for tuning into this episode, and tune in next week. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.